Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy, fully loaded sausage burritos are just three bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Warning. This chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. too close a little too close that threw me off i was like whoa what up everybody youngfield is happy and he has zero w in him right now i know i know right ladies and gentlemen you are now watching distance nerding he's young phil and he's the john mez 5000 and we're here to nerd together we're talking about anything pop culture movies food music wrestling whatever you're nerding out on we want to talk about it guys you gotta follow us on all of the social medias on the instagram the twitter the twitch the youtube i said instagram already didn't i uh nope nope, i didn't say instagram youtube twitch facebook live facebook wherever you can find social media if there's social things happening and it's on media if there's socials and there's media the socials and the media oh darren we love you man he just said we are his favorite people on the internet i thought, I thought he was just referring to me no well, is it both of us is it a pinoy thing is it just because i don't know it could be oh, it could be both of us it could be okay. just me i thought i assumed it was just me it's it's definitely not your lighting oh yeah is that my lighting are you seeing my lighting's bad I, I say your lighting is terrible chris neal throwing it out there uh we also have an only fans and brand army and a fansly uh so i mean that that's those are awesome. don't don't try coming at me with <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a fansly I think fansly is something like uh, OnlyFans, just like another version of it. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I, I don't know what that is. 
I don't know what was the other one that was in the middle. In the middle, he's there was another one he said. Uh, oh, uh, Brand Army. I don't know that one either. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about that tonight, Darren. So Darren's kind of giving us a spoiler on something earlier. Um, some breaking news. Uh, Justin Lin walked out because of Vin Diesel. Uh, which yeah, we're gonna we we have that in our in our stories here tonight. I like it, man. I I like all of our new listeners. Like shout out to Darren, shout out to Cam, because they come with it with the news and the oh, they rumors. Did. They got it like before I do. It's like they're on it. I love it. Yeah, no, that's for sure. They they are really on top. Of it. Mickey James are <laughs> Mickey. That's funny. Mickey, Mickey James, James. wrestler. Uh, but I mean, because <laughs> he calls me Mickey, right? So Darren calls me Mickey. Uh, James is James. But what's funny is Mickey James is a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's an old school wrestler at this point, but I mean, t- hey, she was just the who was it like Impact champ? I was gonna say she, uh, Royal I Rumble was DNA, but she's um she's on Impact now, right? Yeah, yeah, she had a long rivalry with yeah. um Trish. with Trish Stratus. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Dee, 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 dee. All the way from Houston. Oh. How's Texas, man? Is it hot over there right now? Even Houston, at night. Houston, we have a problem. Double A coming at us all the way from some random Tejas. hotel. From Tejas. Yeah, from the Tejas. <laughs> hey, good. Don't, don't talk smack about Texas, all right? Uh, as, as I'm not a Texas guy, but I've got a lot of friends in Texas, so we don't want to offend Texas. I got friends in low, low places. places. Well, that all being now, guys, this week on deck, we've got the download. The download is John Stamos, the next iron man starting rumors wonder twin powers deactivate yeah we got the breakdown live from a sarcophagus in mark specter's mind the episode five breakdown of moon night of moon night but of course i had that turned on let me get a shout out Guys, shout outs to Poddex. In fact, this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview question and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex.com. Guys, go to Poddex.com and put in the code NERDING10. You're going to get 10% off of whatever it is you decide to purchase from Poddex. And Poddex are awesome, guys. Uh, If you're not into it, if you haven't checked them out, yet their merch is awesome but also on top mm-hmm. of that if you're not a podcaster you're not a broadcaster you're not somebody who does this kind of stuff and you don't do interviews and stuff it's good for icebreakers it's good it's a party game there's all kinds of things that you can do with it because it is just loads of fun um so we actually, use them for for like our interviews whether it's like in person like um panels right, for right. like the comic cons that we do like we're or gonna use them our, at powerhouse right or all of our time for taco stuff that we do yeah exactly yeah. we use pod decks yeah if you're, so, honestly if you're looking to start a podcast or thinking about it and you just want to like like where do i get ideas from pod decks is a great place to get ideas i think they even even have like an episode starter kit yeah like they where do. It, yeah so go check it out nerding 10 get your 10 percent off go get yourself a deck card just really quick i'm just gonna throw up a random one so uh movie night i'm just gonna open this up real quick here and the question that comes who horror movies yes or no horror we might see a horror movie this weekend with dr strange i know really though sam raimi making it I, happen look uh, darren's already throwing out the uh uh um, the spoilers over here. He said, breaking news, Professor X and Wolverine are going to show up in Dr. Allegedly. Strange. Come on. Yeah. You need to put allegedly in front of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we're definitely going to be getting a little bit of uh, Professor X action. Mm-hmm. Darren's Darren's hyped. He's he ready is. for this. He must be drinking some dubby. I know, right? Uh, speaking of dubby, ladies and gentlemen, the stream is powered by Poddex. So if the stream is powered by Poddex, then what powers Young Phil? What powers me? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have an answer to that question. It is dubby. Dubby 
is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. Debbie contains no maltodextrins, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, no dyes. It is deliciousness. Find out more about Debbie at www.debbie.gg, as in good game. W.gg and use the code NERDING10 to get 10% at, at checkout. Now, guys, my flavor of choice all the time is the Dragon Aid. It is dragon fruit, pink strawberry lemonade. It is deliciousness. I love it. I just ordered the new flavor that just came out, uh, Beach and Peach. Whoa, that sounds awesome. And, and it's, a, um, it's a white peach mango. Okay, mouth-watering, mouth-watering. It is the best flavor that they've ever come up with. So I'm excited to, uh, to, to try this flavor once I get it here. Uh, unfortunately, I just realized I didn't grab any water, so I can't make my W right now like I normally do. So you want me to um, buy time? You need to uh, go get some water? If you want, do you want to give everybody the update? No, I'm I'm just gonna talk about Powerhouse Comic Con instead. Okay. <laughs> all right okay go get your water go get your water okay y'all check out powerhousecomiccon.com when is it may 14th we're gonna be in pleasanton california for powerhouse comiccon get excited gonna be a ton of fun darren's gonna be there right darren you're gonna be down there hanging out with us gonna be taking some pictures with with young phil but it's gonna be awesome tons of artists tons of artists just like darren tons of vendors selling funko pops that i bought too many of last time but it's gonna be amazing we are gonna be distance nerding is gonna be running the celeb panel so we'll be doing the interviews i think they just updated the panel so let's see we got here oh check out these panels we got going on we got podcast mayhem with distance nerding to start off the show and then we got into the inferno with jesse flowers she's a voice actress so from like avatar the last air airbender michael's fabek who we met at gem state comic-con up in boise we'll be talking about his arcade system and ii arcade dude these arcade systems are amazing i love these arcade systems they're so great I didn't get to meet this guy, but everybody who's met him has raved about him. But Lord Blood Raw, we're going to get to interview. He does like a horror theater thing. So all these panels we're going to be covering at Powerhouse Comic Con, plus cosplay contests and cosplayers walking around. I think there's a $300 in prizes that they're giving away during the con. It's going to be amazing to see all these cosplayers. Oh, that's right. Speaking of cosplayers, Lady Deadpool Fresno, Deadpool Fresno, our boy uh, Noel's Cosplay. Our very good cosplay fans will be there. I think they're running the, uh, the cosplay, cosplay contest. contest. Yeah, I, I actually I think the cosplay contest is being run by Colossus Girl because mm-hmm. uh, Colossus Girl is going to be there this year. You mean Colossus Girl herself? Herself, actual like Colossus Girl, Metal Ark, and and Gemstar. Oh, nice. I think they're going to be there, but I mean, again, uh, the Fresno Deadpool's they they did the, the cosplay contest last year. Yep. Uh, so it'd be yep. kind of cool to see them all kind of like team up. Yep. I was just telling everybody in the chat that they just updated the schedule, so we are leading things off with yes. podcast mayhem at 10 15 this is gonna be awesome i'm so excited because if uh cam can tell you about kind of when we just kind of took over the stage because there was like a gap and we we're just like why not let's just let's just have some fun and it became a thing and it was so popular that they're giving us our own segment and it's and right it's awesome. so it was fun just hanging out riffing doing some trivia giving away some prizes um doing impressions so it'll be fun if you want yeah. to come here mickey in person you can see philippe doing uh doing mickey oh boy we're gonna have fun 
But it turned out to be a lot of fun with everybody just hanging out, kind of um, all being like one big community and uh, and just hanging out together, having fun. Of course, you know, prizes are always fun. Philippe yeah. is always oh, willing I, to buy your affection. Oh, yeah. I have been collecting all kinds of prizes. I actually got another one, James. I'm sorry. I There was another one that just it jumped out at me and I was like, I have to buy another one. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we were just at um, Rob's Collectibles. Shout out to Rob's Collectibles this past weekend and we picked up a bunch of prizes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, the, I mean, I, I got another one this morning. <laughs> I know, but wait, I'm just saying we got a bunch of prizes at the uh, toy sh- local toy show here in Sacramento that we'll be bringing to Pleasanton. So we got a, a bag full of prizes ready to go for y'all. So come out to Powerhouse Comic Con May 14th. Where's it? Alameda County Fairgrounds? Alameda County Fairgrounds. There it is. Boom. Going to be awesome. Get ready to have all of the fun because I'm ready to have all the fun. Look, I have all this energy and I haven't even drank my W yet. Just oh mixing my goodness. it right now. It's him all the time. This is me all the time. Always amped up, but the dubby helps. The dubby. The, the dubbeezies. The dubbeezies. Uh, so, guys, like I mentioned, it has no artificial colors. It has no extra sugars and all that. So, I mean, it's got almost like a cloudy gray because it's a white substance in water. But Well, they don't add all the colors. They right. don't need all that extra junk. Right. It doesn't have all the extra junk that you have in most energy drinks. Sorry, I got a cop. Oh, it's so tasty. Anyways. Let's get into some news. Let's do this. Hold on. Let me move this because I've got sound bites to, to get the things. I've got things, the things to get here. Uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the download. Don't forget, everybody, check out the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook. All the trailers, all the reactions, all the memes. We'll try to keep things as spoiler-free as possible. I know we got right. some big heavy hitters coming out this month. Right. Um, and, you know, actually, if we want to talk about it, we'll label the, the post as spoiler-ish. So right. If you don't see Doctor Strange right away, or if you don't see Obi-Wan Kenobi when it comes out, or, or Top Gun, or Stranger Things, which are all coming out this month, this month right. um, we'll label it, like, spoiler. Well, so well Doctor Strange, it. guys, so so I'm going to throw the warning out right ahead of time. Doctor Strange will probably give it about two to three weeks mm-hmm. or before we do an actual uh, review. We might do a spoiler free review um, as a reaction or maybe we'll do it on Facebook or on Instagram live. Right. We'll do like a, a, a spoiler free review there uh, you go. And, a, and a reaction. Right. But then uh, we are going to do a full spoiler review, maybe about two or three weeks. Give guys give everybody some time to get to, to go out and watch it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't even remember what trailers we posted this week. Everything's been such a world. Whirlwind. I think we got, what do we get? Like a new, well, we've been getting Doctor Strange teasers like all week. We got, did you see the po- one I posted today? It's the new, I don't know the actual name of it, but it's um, Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Oh man. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to see him as Weird Al Yankovic, man. Yeah. It looked really good. I was like super impressed with it. Yeah. I mean, he goes, he goes full Weird Al. He gets weird with it. So and, and I'm down mean, with it. You, that's what we want. See, I, I love that, that he's been establishing himself himself as his own actor outside of Harry Potter and has been doing like a really good job of everything. Nice. Nice. So that'll be a fun one. Anyway, let's get into some news and again, check out all the trailers in the oh. distance nerdy kid post oh, on Facebook. What? I'm look talking and you're yelling. No, look who's in the chat. Oh, look who it by the way, let's shout that out. Shout out to Tim Donaldson, the cool Jawa in the house coming at us in the Facebook chat. Hello there. So I don't know if you all know this, but you are in Star Wars royalty right now. Got Tim it. Donaldson, original 
original actor from Star Wars 1977, the original movie, is before here it was in New chat Hope. with you. Yeah, before it was New Hope. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Tim is, uh, he was five years old, I think, when he played a Jawa in, in Star Wars way back in the day. Hey, may the fourth be with you as well. Oh, that's right. Hey, tomorrow, right. Sacramento will be joining Tim. He's going to do this amazing celeb panel where it's him, Andrea Miller, who was also played a Jawa, and Alan Fernandez, who was an original Tuscan Raider. Right. All from the original movie. We're all going to be watching the original 1977 version of the film here in Sacramento on <laughs> May the 4th. So cool. So cool. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be amazing. We're going to have be amazing. so much fun, you know, and then, and, and, uh, man, I, I can't wait to watch the original Star Wars with original Star Wars acts. It's so fun. And guys, again, you can all you can all join us mm -hmm. and have that experience with us. You know, I, I, I 100 percent if you're in the Sacramento area or you can make it to the Sacramento area, uh, I 100 percent would love to see all you guys. Yes. There make it yes. There. We'll all be there. By the way, Tim is also mentioning. I forgot to mention um, Angela Staines, who's one of the Tonica sisters, like the twins that were in the cantina, cantina, right. like the only women in the cantina uh, that were there. She'll be there as well. So four original Star Wars actors will be there in person. There's going to there's going to be a, a panel and you get to watch the movie. They'll also be doing autographs and uh, and photographs and merch will be there. Shout out to Toy Fusion. They plan on doing some prizes that we can give away. So Distance Nerding is going to be helping out with that. So all kinds of stuff going on on May the 4th. Shout out to Tim Donaldson, our own cool Jawa in the house. I think I think Tim's going to have his new shirts there. Oh, man, those shirts are awesome. You know what? You just reminded me I'm wearing his shirt tomorrow. There, no, I'm wearing his shirt tomorrow. I'm wearing his shirt tomorrow. I'm going to be wearing his shirt. I'm going to be rocking his shirt tomorrow. OK, we'll fight about it later. Anyway, make sure to come hang with us. Crest Theater, Sacramento. Um, I think doors open at five or six. Toy Fusion will be there selling merchandise. Mm -hmm. Tim and everybody else will be there um, signing autographs and taking pictures and panels at seven movies at eight it's gonna be amazing come hang out let's do it dude i, I forgot about that. that i'm super excited yeah that's gonna be awesome the so whole reason awesome. we're doing the episode tonight is because we're gonna be doing that tomorrow very good point very good point okay let's get into some news and remind me tim i have a sticker for you as well actually a set of distance learning stickers but a, a special sticker for you so i'll make sure to bring that nice uh darren we are gonna try and uh and shoot video and take uh, post pictures and everything of the event online yep i was just telling young phil earlier i'm like hey remind me to take pictures and do some IG live or something while mm -hmm. we're there because we always forget we get caught up in the moment. Yeah, we have way too much fun. But we want to we want to share with y'all. Exactly. Speaking of sharing, let me share some news with y'all. So, ready for this? Nobody puts baby in a corner and nobody puts a sequel in a corner. Huh? Huh? Uh, uh. With a 1988 TV series, a 2004 prequel, a 2015 made-for-TV musical and a 2017 remake and a 2021 reality show, finally, Lionsgate is announced Jennifer Grey is coming back for a Dirty Dancing sequel. So officially, she's coming back. So I'm wondering if, if this is going to be, like, is it going to be, like, 40 years later? Or is it something that's more of, like, you know, like, are, are they rebooting it? Do you know? So what I've heard, and there's not much we know about the show or know about the sequel besides Jennifer Grey is coming back. And that's what makes it official. Like, they've made, what, what did I just rattle? Five different remakes or versions or spinoffs of it. Right. But with Jennifer Grey coming back, this is, like, like the the actual sequel and i think it's going to be set in like the 90s or something like that so it's not like it's going to be the next day or something like that or 40 right. years later i should say um i think it's going to be set in the 90s so that would be like 20 years 30 years after the original so the original was what 88 yeah the 20 well no 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 that's years, but right? that's that's when it came out but that's not when it actually took place it was like the 50s or something like that when it took no, place right but but what i was saying is like you know since it's it, it's like 40 
ish like years. 30, 32 years later yeah 34 yeah. years later. oh my god i'm so off uh but dude, later like like is it gonna be like 34 years later and, i think it is yeah but she's coming back as baby she's coming back as and by the way jennifer gray looks great oh she yeah was she was on like dancing with the stars like a few years ago yeah. it's great no, yeah, she'll, she, she'll be back she looks amazing i'm down with it yeah. I, you know hey it's not necessarily a nerdy movie but i nerded out on them that was like I one mean, of those classics it's iconic at this point all movies from the 80s constitute you as a nerd so i mean it's fine right look chris chris neal chimes in he's like i don't even count havana nights as a dirty dancing sequel i'll give yeah. you that i'll give you that i wanted that one to be good actually but it wasn't <laughs> so no official date when dirty dancing 2 will dance its way into theaters it's the first it's the first one guys the first one okay. we're warming up we're warming up <laughs> There you go. All right. Okay. Speaking of Lionsgate, time to dust off that bow and arrow. Lionsgate made the announcement that the anticipated Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, finally has a release date. Uh... Is this what we wanted? I, I I'm I'm all for it just because I do want to see because this is supposed to be the um the the rise of uh, the president of President Snow right yes yeah so exactly I mean like it. I'm I'm interested in watching this just because I want to see kind of how President Snow became the monstrous dictator that he is you mm -hmm. know it, it's a trip because the way that they portray him in the movie like you know you know he's a monster but he's very subtle and very um like he's he's not like an in your face you know like like hitler-esque monster he's just mm -hmm. you know like they make him as if like how a politician would really be he's very calm right. collective but he's very devious so i mean i want to see like how he gains all the power that he gains to to run all of these districts you know now i don't know the whole backstory but was he in the hunger games like was he a participant in the hunger games i don't know that but i, I don't remember i think i think i think the storyline said that he was in the in the hunger games at one point mm -hmm. but like it's also mm -hmm. like he like he clawed and killed his way to the top so i mean right now i'm interested in seeing like what what that's all going to be about so i guess what's interesting about it they finally gave it a release date but it's going to be opening against let's see uh dreamworks's trolls topia okay which is the third film i mean and that's what uh anna kendrick and justin timberlake come on dude it's also going up against um a john krasinski directed piece called if featuring ryan reynolds i'm all for that uh ryan reynolds and john krasinski uh and their washboard abs in a movie I'm all for it. But think about three blockbuster movies like hitting all at the same date. Yeah. And it's all in 2023. So it's like, you know, yeah. there's all these plans that are coming out that we talked about this, but it's all these movies that have been like paused mm -hmm. from the pandemic. We're right. all like, we got to get these suckers out. Got to make some money. Got to make some money back. Especially now that like theaters are opening and people are actually like, yeah, not ready to go to the theater anymore. Exactly. So what's up? The theater, the theater, the, the ballad of songbirds and snakes will be taking aim to hit the Theaters, November 17th, 2023. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That, okay, that works. I'll watch that. Shut up and take my money. Looks like Cam is into the the Hunger Games prequel. Yes, Darren, this this will be a prequel to Hunger Games. But as they were saying, it's going to be uh, about what is it? President Snow. President Snow. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Anyway, okay, moving on. And then Jackie was mentioning if anyone is crew uh, is free crewy. I don't know how to spell. Her. I, I I don't remember how to pronounce her name. Who free crewy? I don't know. Hmm. Jackie, how do you pronounce that name? <laughs> Jackie, how do you pronounce that name? That name. The character you just mentioned. Did she meant the little girl? Typo? That's who I thought it was. Uh, was the little girl, but apparently, um, what's her name? No, you Crew? said uh, if anyone is Crew. Oh, 
Rue, Rue, Rue was her name. Character I was thinking of, but I was wrong. Rue, Rue. I, I figured it out as soon as she said it. I'm that good. Okay, moving on, because Rue is dead. Spoiler alert. President Coin get a prequel too. Well, I, I want to watch a prequel about President Business. <laughs> From the Lego movie? Lego movie. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, moving on. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Maybe yeah. one director at a time. <laughs> Oh goodness! So this one's for I Darren. Director at a time. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Louis Latier. Uh, I think so. I'm I'm actually not 100 sure how to pronounce his name. I'm gonna go with Louis Latier. Mm -hmm. Is racing from the MCU to the Fast and the Furious saga. Ooh. So Louis Ooh. Latier, who directed The Incredible Hulk, and he directed um the first two Transporter movies, mm -hmm. another like car racing action film. Right. Is replacing Justin Lin as the director for Fast X. Oh, okay. Ten. All right. Must be fast. Um, yes, exactly. It's the tenth one. It's it's the ten, right? The X is the ten. That, that's yes. right. Yeah, that's that's what you said. Yeah. I guess he also did like Clash of the Titans and Now You See Me for Universal. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Yeah. No, Clash of the Titans. Uh, a lot of people pan that movie. I wasn't upset with it. I actually I dug it. Yeah. I felt like the story was easy to follow and it was um it it, it followed the uh the myth very well. Now um I guess Universal was yeah. rumored to be losing like six hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars a day right since lynn left since because they were in production and then he walked out right well, it's like everything paused but they still have to pay all these people right right but, right but i guess boom found the director that quick right it took what a week something like that but i mean again universal was losing a crap ton of money because of it though yeah you know yeah. um now normally we would put this in starting rumors but because it's like kind of in the same place uh we're gonna kind of talk about this rumor now uh, yeah and and just kind of so justin lynn uh who was the filmmaker behind Star Trek Beyond uh, reportedly dropped out of directing Fast 10 because of difficult because of a difficult star and the producer uh, Vin Diesel according to the New York Daily News a source claimed that Dominic Toretto actor uh, shows up late to set doesn't know his lines and he shows up out of he shows up out of shape uh, causing frustration for Lynn who co-wrote the film with screenwriter Dave uh, Dan Mazou that's so nuts I mean so, nuts. Like, so Vin Diesel showing up not in shape given that his character is supposed to be like super ripped right so I'm yeah just, like, that's part of the gig right so that right there but then not knowing his lines and just showing up late and you know like it I, I would understand where it's like you're you're the star of your film is not coming in and giving a hundred percent he's used to those marvel lines you know just the i am group you know what right. i mean like, you know he, he spent the last couple of years just you know behind the camera going i am root just leaving it at that <laughs> exactly right what did darren say it's all vin diesel's fault it's all my fault anyway they got a director moving forward Fast X remains on track to open May 19th, 2023. <coughs> They're going to finish this in, in less than a year or oh, about a year. Definitely. That's crazy. It's gonna, I mean, the thing, the whole thing is editing is what takes the most time, right? And it's like, you know, they, as long as they can get the film schedule done, even if it's like by a week, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's like the big thing is making sure they have uh, the filming schedule done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of movie bullies, one big blue bully is pushing back Shazam. What? Yeah. So it was announced Shazam Fury of the Gods is being pushed back five days so it doesn't have the same opening day as Avatar The Way of Water. Disney's just like, hey, let's destroy DC even more. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like how do not we, Marvel? Yeah, like how do we how do we destroy DC in every way that we can? Oh, we have the the, the follow-up to the most the highest grossing movie of all time. Mm -hmm. Put it out the same day that DC's putting out one of their more successful franchises. And 
as of right now, is it the second or is it the first? Uh, I, the I, thought it was, I thought it was first again because they re-released it in, in China. I think you're right. But yep. they're also going to be re-releasing it again, mm -hmm. I think, later this year in right. theaters. In prep for, I think, the December release of Way of the Water or whatever. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, five days. Five days. That's not a big deal, right? Yeah. They're they're basically pushing it. Is it pushing it back or pushing it up by a week? It's, it's I mean, they're or delaying. So I assume that they're probably pushing it back by a week. Yeah, they're pushing it back. Pushing it back. But that, I mean, that's not a big deal. And honestly, like, maybe that's just all these different movie companies just playing nice yeah like maybe it's not as cutthroat as we think it is it's like all right get your five days worth of avatar the blue you know way of the water you're gonna make a ton of money good for you we're gonna hit you with shazam you know we uh less than a week later not a big deal. come on all right that's actually avatar the what it's actually a cool rumor so darren is saying that uh, one of the rumors out right now is that the the way of water trailer is gonna be uh tacked on to dark strange too i did hear that did hear that yeah, so which is so smart for disney yeah like just cross promote mm -hmm. synergy baby all right avatar the way of water is cannonballing into theaters on december 16th shazam fury of the gods will now strike into theaters on december 21st and then there's like an explosion in <laughs> Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. Rude. Rude. Well, I was saying that your puns were good. I was just that. I know, right? Explosion sound. <laughs> exactly. All right, more DC news. This one I did not see coming. So it was announced that a spinoff series, well, I didn't know the spinoff was coming, but a spinoff series that centers around Amanda Waller mm -hmm. is currently in the works for HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little excited about this because yeah. I, I think that Viola Davis has been on point for the two movies that she's been in and the series uh, that she kind of like has like a small guest spot in like one episode but i mean like amanda waller is portrayed perfectly when it comes to viola davis right like she's yes. uh, amanda waller is very uh and I, I use this word a lot but i mean she 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 is uh, the epitome of a sociopath her whole thing is i need these goals to be done and i don't care who gets hurt or dies in 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 you know and gets in the way of what, mm -hmm. what my goal is you know so i mean exactly you know she she's she's very commanding she's very um, like she she has presence on stream and I think she does a really good job as Amanda Waller oh she's great I, I, I love her in that role because she is cutthroat and it's yeah. like it's like everybody has, has to walk on eggshells around her and what she's trying to do but I dig this so this must be what um, James Gunn was talking about you know when he was filming Peacemaker they said well what's next and he's like well I may be working on another Suicide Squad show or series for HBO Max but I can't tell you who it is I think it's this I wonder I wonder to what extent that we get Amanda Waller like do we get young Amanda Waller when she is a special forces commando and um, what would be cool is if we got that relationship between her and Deathstroke because mm -hmm. her and Deathstroke knew each other in a past life so yeah. before Deathstroke yeah. becomes you know before he gets the super soldier serum in the DC universe and becomes Deathstroke uh, her, him and Amanda Waller worked together and that's where their relationship starts. They were like weren't they in like team seven or something like that right. it was like new 52 they kind of rewrote the, the history yeah so the, uh, yeah i think so but anyway uh davis viola davis will be executive producing this series with watchman alum crystal henry so that's good we got some big names some people that know how to put together some good shows mm -hmm. um kind of backing this and james gunn who helmed waller's previous appearances in the suicide squad and peacemaker will also be executive producing cool all right yeah. and Again, this means that they're they're piggybacking on the the universe that he's been creating you know mm -hmm. like hbo or just 
just Warner Brothers is doing a good job of like, oh, we're getting hits with this particular version of DC and going down that road and doing a really good job of that. And the whole thing is that you're you're making a lot of the the Snyderverse fans happy because it firmly lives in the Snyderverse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm hoping again, like the, the confirmation is if we see Joe Manganiello show up as Deathstroke again because everybody wants more Manganiello as 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 Deathstroke. Yeah, you know, like I want to see, I like I personally want to see more of that because he's only had what like two scenes as Deathstroke and they've both been like perfect. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of that. You know, you know how they keep saying that um, Warner Brothers Discovery is DC is looking for like a Kevin Feige type person. Mm -hmm. Why don't they just give give it to like <clears throat> James Gunn and Zack Snyder? I like, think about the universe they can create together because right? like doesn't have faith in Zack Snyder at this point. And even though like you know he proved that he did something mm -hmm. well and did it right, they they lost the faith in that. And it's one of those things where like you know like kind of how how Disney it took them you know forever to walk back firing James Gunn. Mm -hmm. I think DC is at the point where they bad mouth um, Zack Snyder so much that they don't want to walk that back. I know, but that was all before the Snyder Cut. It's right. a different age after the Snyder Cut. But the whole thing is they've changed directions drastically since then. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, even though like they're starting to learn that, you know, yeah, we, we went the wrong way by not going in his universe. Mm -hmm. um, I think they've already got so many things in development and, and, and like have changed things that they can't go back and go back to, to Zack Snyder. Um, yeah. I think it would be cool that if it's like, okay, well, let me take what you guys have done and what you've changed and let me play with that universe. Um, between James Gunn and Zack Snyder, who are both giant comic book nerds, like I would love to see what they would do with it. Um, right. But the thing is, is again, a Warner Discovery, even though it's under new management and everything like that, I don't know to what extent that they're willing to go walk back mistakes from the previous administration. Sounds so, uh, <laughs> kind of very <laughs> so political, right? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Well, I uh, mean, we'll see what happens. Jester G Man, uh, was was just commenting that we moved to Tuesday night. Uh, no, Jester G-Man, uh, the, the reason that we're doing it on Tuesday is because we have an event on Wednesday, so we couldn't do the show. We decided to do it a night more. It's May the 4th, bro. Yeah. Gotta get out there. Gotta whip that lightsaber around. May the 4th, y'all. Gotta. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of, here's your uh, reminder, Young Phil. Yeah. You gotta charge your lightsaber, okay? I don't I don't have a lightsaber right now. Oh, boo. You Ky need to Kyber go talk Cave. to Ark over Ark. at Kyber Cave. Ark has a lightsaber for me that I bought. Uh, mm -hmm. I just have gotten it from him. Oh, kybercave.com. Go get that. Mm -hmm. Go get that lightsaber. Anyway, no date when Amanda Waller series will be exploding onto HBO Max. Get it? Because people's heads explode. Explodes. Like, like, you know what, not? Explosion. Explosion! Explosior. Explosior. No, no, that, that didn't work. Wait a minute. We've got somebody infiltrating. Infiltrating. Infiltration. <laughs> it's Phoenix. Hey guys! Hey, Phoenix, what is happening? Just, hey, uh, Amanda Waller off her face. I, <laughs> hold on, I gotta change the uh, uh, the banner style. Give me a second. Um, how 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 was the movie? It was really good. Oh, it's always good. I yeah. mean, it's a twenty year old movie, but it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just to throw it out there, guys, uh, we prior to this, we were doing a um, a watch along with uh, Nerd Culture. Oh, yeah. with Ryan? With mm -hmm. Ryan, right. I just took that off. Now it's back. Oh, over at uh, Nerd Culture. Nerd so Culture. what movie? What movie was it again? Spider-Man 2002. So the original Spider-Man movie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And I was I was in there uh, prior 
prior to doing the prep for this episode. So got it. So you're watching some what is it, Toby? Toby, Toby McGuire. Oh. Very nice. Very Mr. nice. Mr. Falls, ready? There you go. That's right. Macho Man is Macho in Man that is in that movie. Bone Crusher. I love it. I uh, love it. I am in fact an X-Men. I am. Exactly. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. Ryan's good people over at Nerd Culture. So yeah. Speaking of, if if you're if you're liking what we do over here at Distance Nerding, make sure to go check out our buddies YouTube show Nerd Culture. I think Ryan has actually a couple different shows. He's got yeah. it. But and it's that quote. Nerd, on there. Yeah. yeah, it's under that Nerd Culture umbrella. Mm-hmm. So he does some fun stuff over there. And sometimes you guys go hang out and it's good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. All right, where were we? News. News. Okay, where were we? Oh, Amanda Waller. New show coming. Okay, here we go. Staying in DC news. Looks like the Legends and the Wave Rider are having their final ride. So the CW has decided that they're going to be canceling Legends of Tomorrow after its seventh season, which wrapped up earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So mad. now, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm the same. I'm not too mad about this. Um, there were aspects of that show that were cool. Uh, I mean, the fact that they brought John Constantine got John Constantine back was a cool thing on that. But I mean, just overall, I wasn't a huge fan of Legends of Tomorrow. I watched every single episode of Legends of Tomorrow. I enjoyed it. It got a little wonky a little crazy last couple mm-hmm. seasons mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. it it felt like very approachable mm-hmm. you know like you, you didn't need to be like deep into like DC lore and all this other stuff mm-hmm. um, but it was a fun fun ride fun characters they had they made fun of themselves and whatnot so mm-hmm. it was it's good but yeah the last couple I gotta ask you because you you actually watched the show mm-hmm. how did you feel about Donald Faison as as Booster Gold that's what I was gonna say it, it kind of ended on a cliffhanger that he was Booster Gold because he was in the in the show like he was in the episode Mm-hmm. And they didn't really explain who he was. And at the very end, he's like, I'm Booster Gold. And then that's how it ended. So you didn't see, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of his, the little robot that flies around with him, but like you didn't see the little robot or anything like no, that? No, no, you didn't. <sighs> that show changed so often. You could miss an episode and be like, why is everyone dead? You know? Yeah, yeah. Or different. It's And that was part of the thing. It was like a different crew. That was the whole thing is like they had this rotating, you know, gambit of people. A little yeah. Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy-ish, you know, like making fun of themselves, people coming in and out, you know? That's probably what they were going for was like hey how do we do like a dc version of um of guardians and i mean like again i mean suicide squad does that a lot better (laughs) but i mean yeah you know it's it's my issue with that show was just you know like it was a little wacky um they kind of like they would play with characters and then stop playing with them all of a sudden like first season had um hot girl and uh and 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 hawkman hot girl hawk girl and hawk oh hot girl hot Hot girl girl. i mean she was a hot girl but i mean that's my favorite one yeah uh she was See how it feels like when somebody's interrupting you with <laughs> mispronunciations all the time? Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. Hot, like hot guy? Hot, hot guy? Okay, where? <laughs> Anyways. Not in this chat. Um, <laughs> But but it was, it went seven seasons. I think that's as much as Arrow did. Yeah. Seasons. But it's also CW and CW doesn't cancel anything. They just keep it going. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, CW is a, a little different. Yeah. But I mean, now that puts like that whole DC Arrowverse, you know, they, how they were just it kept it expanding expanding it's down mm-hmm. to what like two shows titans uh no, no no not titans Apple. titans was or, on um hbo max or dc universe right initially. in that same universe though no 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 different different universe different world well 
well. But um, Batwoman got canceled. That got canceled. Arrow got canceled. I think it's just uh, the Flash at this point, right? And Superman and Lois. Supergirl um, ran its horse too. Right. Uh, Supergirl was done. Uh, is Black Lightning over? Yeah, that got canceled like uh, after three seasons. Whack. I know. I know. It's it's tough. So like they went from seven shows down to like two. Yeah. And nobody even saw Superman and Lois coming. So that was weird, you know. But I yeah, guess it was doing well. It was a fan favorite though because when Superman showed up on Supergirl, like people were just like, "Oh my god, we want more of this." I know. I know. Yeah. Look, it's my cousin. Oh wait, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. There's my hot cousin. Come come hang out with him. He's a, he's a decent Superman. I, mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't take it from him that like, he is a decent Superman. Yeah. He's, oh, he's not Henry Cavill, but I mean, he's a decent Superman. People were shipping him in Supergirl, and I was like, stop, mm -mm. stop. Mm -mm. No, this is not uh, Krypton. Is not Alabama. Stop. <laughs> it's not that far away. I mean, <laughs> I mean, coming they, from across they, the universe, they did live in Kansas, so I mean, do with that what you will. I know, right? So it doesn't sound like you guys are gonna miss the. Arrowverse or another there will be show. More. There will be more. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's going to be more shows. Again, my whole thing was uh, I liked Arrow at first, and then it got kind of weird way later on. Like they tried to make Green Arrow Batman, especially with mm -hmm. like uh, when they started. What was like season five or season six when they started bringing in uh, Rachel Gould? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like his relationship with you know, like basically he became Batman. It's like, oh yeah, you now have a relationship with my daughter, but it's not Talia Al Ghul because we can't make it Talia because Talia has a relationship with, with Bruce Wayne so we have to make it a different character but it's the same storyline <laughs> and it's like yeah. you know we're gonna make um, you know for some reason they decided oh well Rachel Ghoul is gonna pursue uh, uh, Oliver Queen instead of Bruce Wayne and it's like well no I mean the reason that Rachel Ghoul goes after Bruce Wayne is because he's the great world the world's greatest detective mm -hmm. so it's like mm -hmm. you're you guys are muddling the story and that's kind of where like I'm just like okay well you know like it felt like they were shoehorning the story because they couldn't think of another story like an original story which they could have <laughs> brought in like onomatopoeia they could have brought in like a couple of different green arrow characters that would have been good mm -hmm. and i think it was like because they messed up the the black canary storyline super early on they couldn't expand on that oliver queen black canary storyline i i thought that they should just brought in talia like just bring in talia why does it have to be romantic love well, no, I, I didn't i didn't want that storyline at all like it was just kind of like you know don't shoehorn a batman storyline in like there's plenty of green arrow stories lines you can work off of um the fact that mia becomes green arrow at one point you know the um they had a lot more that they could have done with arsenal like there's so much more in the green arrow universe that they could have done and they could have like drawn stories from that they just decided to not use at all and i get it go with like original storylines but really they weren't because they were just taking storylines from another character mm -hmm. and making them for the green arrow when you have good storylines for green arrow that you could have used yeah mm -hmm. i think they did try some of that to be honest some of the green arrow some of the batman stuff kind of got mixed in the arsenal actor ended up ended up wanting to leave right so that kind of killed that storyline and, and that potential so yeah, that's when it he ended up going to uh, uh team he, he got the lead at team wolf so, i mean yeah. you know i i understand you leave that but he ended up coming back in like season six so it's like yeah, so yeah. Like speaking of team wolf isn't that where um uh superman's from yes that's right huh i want to say they probably have a similar casting casting directors mm -hmm. because you you tend to see that a lot you'll see like a casting like when there's a 
casting director that works on one property and then you'll see another movie with the same exact actors it's like oh yeah same mm-hmm. casting director yeah. yeah well i mean also you get the people that that hey i worked really well with this other guy you know bring him back in you know it happens yeah, yeah yeah look at look at uh look at tom hilson and, and owen wilson at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a bunch of hunky young dudes that are allergic to t-shirts so oh. yeah it all makes sense yeah it all makes and sense. that would have been a perfect storyline for superboy so i mean there you go all right darren, let's keep going makes, although darren makes up a good point that smallville was a superior show to all of that i i just i agree mm. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They did have a really good uh, relationship between uh, between Clark and Lex. Um, mm-hmm. The only issue I had with that was I, I kind of didn't like the history between Lex and, and Clark going to Smallville, mm-hmm. but it still worked. So I wasn't mm-hmm. too upset about it. Yeah. Back to the Arrowverse real quick. Mm-hmm. I will say that um, even though I've watched all these shows, I think the downfall for all these CW shows is that it's on regular TV. So it's still following an older model. Like we're, we're, loving all these hbo max disney plus shows mm-hmm. they're the right length they're not 22 plus episodes right mm. all these cw shows have to be like 22 plus episodes oh there's yeah a that, ton of filler that was one of the issues i had with arrow was like you know there's so much like you can only you can only see uh oliver queen doing the salmon row so many times before it's just like all right is that you're just gonna do a whole episode of this all right it all pl- also plays into a big <laughs> on the cw everything is oh, uh, coming of age they're coming of age you know someone's grown up and and it's a lot of teen drama and you know i'm in love with him and oh you slept with someone so and how dare you and uh, you kind of go you know yeah that's their demographic so i mean like you understand like why they do that in every show is because that's the demographic they're going for Mm -hmm. you know and again like you know i like what i liked about and we're straying way far away but i mean like what i liked about uh the flash and grant gustin's version of the flash was you you got this like outlandish story for multiple seasons up until like what even even like was it season four season five when they did um when they did uh flashpoint you know mm-hmm. and you see and you have him going back into the future and everything like that like they did flashpoint really well mm-hmm. in, in yeah, that yeah. um i got excited when king shark and gorilla grod showed up like i was like oh my god this is dope you know who knew that that would be my least favorite king shark version <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean at the time when they did king shark on that show there wasn't any other versions of king Shark. i know right now we've yeah. got like yeah. three yeah and then after that um because they were just kind of picking up with King Shark then we get Harley Quinn show and like mm-hmm. that was like the greatest King Shark and then you get the one in Suicide Squad and it's like yeah no this is like perfect yeah, Nanawe exactly. was the best the best version of Nanawe was was the one in Suicide Squad okay let's move on the show's dead move yeah, on stars. speaking of dead things happy uh, happy halfway to Halloween everybody yeah Halloween Halloween so just what, what my case you didn't know I'm gonna let that one go I'm gonna keep moving <laughs> Disney is here to remind us that we're um, halfway to Halloween with a new Haunted Mansion logo. Huh? Right. Huh? All right. Sounds good. That, that's all I got. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, um, no, I was going to say, I've seen the logo. Do you feel like it's that much different from no. the regular Haunted Mansion logo? No. It, it doesn't feel like it's that much different. It's very, um, the, the typography is very well done, though. I oh, yeah. Say that. It fits very well. Like, like The kerning is is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's connecting right. It's it's a great homage to the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. But they're only so doing like this. A two, 
true graphic designer. Right. So the <laughs> he said a couple <laughs> words there that I don't understand at all. <laughs> okay. So the cast of the film includes Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, and Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Right. Who's I'm who's getting excited, excited for Haunted Mansion? I'm very excited for this because just the cast alone, you know, right? it, these are all high level standout actors. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't know. I mean, like I'm still a little afraid of what the storyline is going to be. But I mean, you know, the acting is is already here, and you know, again, I'm my my main thing is just I'm a little afraid of because the last movie that they did, like what they're going to do with this. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're all heavy hitter comedians oh, that yeah. have had a long comedic career tells me Haunted Mansion is going to be very funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Tiffany Haddish and Keith Stanfield who are like like they are blowing. They've been blowing up for the last couple of years, right? You got mm-hmm. Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, uh, Rosario Dawson is all over the place when it comes to her acting ability and I mean in a good way all over the place um, mm-hmm. but she does do comedy well so I mean I think I think this is going to be I, th- I, th- I think the acting is there again I'm just I'm more worried about storyline yeah mm-hmm. think about her and Owen Wilson they play the the straight guy well meaning like oh yeah all the comedy is happening and they're just reacting you know what I mean like it's going to be good we're going to have fun come on let's get excited Danny DeVito is just going to I'm I'm I can't wait to see Danny what Danny DeVito does in this movie right I, lo- I love me some some ha- Halloween. I love me some Haunted Mansion. I want Danny DeVito to be one of the, the, the hitchhiking ghosts. <sighs> oh my God. That's so perfect. Tell me he doesn't look like the little short fat dude. <laughs> That is so good. I didn't even think about that. That is so good. So good. So I have a 999 haunt opsis. Should I do it? Should yes, I do please. it? 999 haunt opsis. Yes, it's a thing, Aaron. In this mystery adventure, a doctor and her nine-year-old son looking to start a new life move into a strangely affordable mansion in New Orleans, only to discover that the place is much more than they bargained for. Desperate for help, they contact a priest, Owen Wilson, who in turn enlists the aid of a widowed scientist turned failed paranormal expert, Lakeith Stanfield, a French quarter psychic, Tiffany Haddish, and a crotchety historian, Danny DeVito. Oh, God. Owen Wilson as a priest, this is going to be awesome. Let's give them a preemptive... So I'm excited for this. I am. Yeah. I, I I'm more excited now hearing the plot. Um. I'm, again, I I hope they pull this off. Uh. And, and I love that that now, like you know, again, second second try through, it's actually going to be in New Orleans because the first mm-hmm. one wasn't. So I mean, where was oh, this blue. first one? I don't think they said it was New England, I think, or something like that. Uh, oh, that's lame. Yeah. All right, Haunted Mansion will come back soon and rise into theaters March 10th, 2023. Very 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 nice so it worked for disney they got us talking about it there's like yeah. no news besides a logo got us talking about it okay all right speaking of rising from the grave tony stark is back kind of so check this out john stamos has been cast as tony stark for the upcoming second season of spidey and his amazing friends so he's gonna be like a short chibi version of of tony stark yeah and i'm I into it. it i can see it speaking of chibi uh darren <laughs> yeah darren chibi in the house i don't think it's gonna be a horror movie he's saying uh danny devito in a horror movie it's gonna be just like um the last one where you know it'll be half funny kind of range lakeith stanfield though is is somebody who is like he's been in horror movies and has done them well so i mean mm-hmm. it'd be interesting lakeith stanfield is just a really good actor anyways i'm sorry let's go back to no that's all good okay. all good i can see? i can see stamos as tony stark i i, I yeah he's I, cocky I, yeah he's witty you know 
He's stupid handsome, but uh, we're not going to really see his face. So there were rumors that he was supposed to play Tony Stark in, in a certain upcoming movie, uh, multiverse. Oh God, there, there's rumors of everybody playing yeah. Tony Stark at some point. I mean, right now we still have um, uh, Tom Cruise. You know, people were speculating that he's going to be a, uh, another version that he's going to be superior uh, Iron Man. You know what's interesting? It's- like we have Spider Man, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and the various versions and from the multiverse, and they all you know look different. Which is like, all right, fine it's a multiverse how come all, all the doctor stranges look the same like how come we don't have other actors playing doctor strange it's uh, kind of just benedict cumberbatch at this point yeah right well the other thing i mean because we've had different lo- we've had different people's people play loki too so i mean like there are there, there's going to be different variants and it's probably yeah. like you know there's probably going to be very similar variants and then very different variants right so i yeah. mean um that's they'll, they'll, they'll probably like go through that like watch watch there be somebody who is like an alternate doctor strange that's not benedict cumberbund yeah Okay, back to this. Spidey and his amazing friends. You guys watching this? It's on Disney Plus. Huh? I don't, but I'm aware of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I totally am. I it's, totally am watching it's, this. It's, it's, well, it's a very young kid show. Um, I was gonna say Phil and I haven't really like created smaller versions of ourselves yet, so yeah. That this, um, <laughs> I am very aware of this because uh, I've seen like you know the characters and I've seen toys and things like that. So I'm I'm, I'm aware of Spider Man, um, Spidey and his amazing friends. You know what it totally is. It's uh, PJ Mask just done as Spider-Man, and it's nice. totally the exact same thing, and it totally works. I love it. It's got uh, Peter as you know Spider-Man, but it's got also got uh, Miles Morales and um, Gwen Stacy in it. It's cute, it's super. Cute. Yeah, and they're the three most popular versions of Spider-Man mm-hmm. who aren't all just Peter Parker. Like you have Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy. Um, I mean, you have other Spider-Men that are out there, but I mean, I, how the, the the concept of Miguel O'Hara is probably gonna mess with kids' heads. Mm-hmm. They're already dealing with like having to figure out what the multiverse is because you have Miles Morales and Spider Gwen there. So yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know what? It works because my kids watch it, and then um, I think an ad for it came up on um, Jenny went and took the kids to see some movie. I forgot which movie they saw, um, but uh, uh, the ad came up, and my my youngest daughter Coco, well, they're twins, so I guess they're both the youngest. They're both the <laughs> oldest. Daughter, yeah, um, was like, oh look, mom, there's Ghost Spider. Like she totally knew who it was. She's like, there's Gwen. That's Ghost Spider. Like it's working. It's working. We're creating little nerds for the parenting future. level expert congratulations right? right so i do have a webopsis webopsis season two will feature a storyline in which electro tries to drain all the power from the city and the spidey team must band together with their amazing friends to try to restore electricity using a new glowing web formula that sounds adorable right <laughs> i want to know what electro looks like as a villain in a children's show yeah it's it's super cute you you know what's fun about this too i grew up watching spider-man and his amazing friends right so this is just another version of that you know it was who was it firestar and iceman back yeah. in the day now it's just a new version like i'm i'm totally into it i dig it season two of spidey and his amazing friends swings onto disney junior this august and you can sling the first season on disney plus now <laughs> i don't know why i get like all dr evil up and i'm like swing sling the first season now i don't know one million dollars 
I know. It's out. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, my last story. I don't have a leading for it, but it's a cool one. I dig it. All right. So Apple TV Plus has announced that they're developing a new documentary on Michael J. Fox. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV has a lot of good content that I, it took me forever to like actually get into, but now that I'm into it is really good. Um, their documentaries are actually pretty good. And, and Michael J. Fox, I'm very interested in seeing like his entire journey because like you know, I've read things about everything on there like between you know back to the future and family ties and um you know uh teen wolf and all of the kind of big things that he would like the whole story about how he worked on back to the future while he was doing family ties you know mm -hmm. and then when he got his parkinson's um diagnosis and uh you know kind of still continuing the act and everything like that like just his story is very inspiring and i want to see more of it so mm -hmm. right so for you youngins in the in the chat like if you don't know who michael j fox is like here's a quick quick lesson so he started in, in the back to the future trilogy he was on a, a really famous tv show mm -hmm. called family ties back in the day like what young phil said teen wolf he was in teen wolf the original teen wolf right yeah so i have a alex p keatonopsis alex p keatonopsis at the age of 29, Fox was diagnosed with Parkinson, and he has fought to keep himself in the best health as possible, and he's also become a champion for the cause. Apple says the film will incorporate a documentary, archival, and scripted elements, and is being produced with unprecedented access to Fox and his family. That's really cool. It's nice to celebrate people when they're still alive. Yeah. So yeah. I, I dig this. Totally dig it. With a mix Let of adventure. What's that? Let him know he's loved while he's it, here. Exactly. Oh, you know what? I'm, I was just thinking about this right now. Uh, you you know what they're probably going to cover is the whole fight that he had with Rush Limbaugh. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, oh, interesting. Rush Limbaugh basically started talking about how uh, Michael J. Fox wasn't really sick and that he wasn't, uh, you know, that Parkinson's wasn't a big deal and all this other stuff and that he was just a drug addict and all this other stuff. And and oh, Michael J. Fox, yeah, and Michael J. Fox, just to, to prove a point, didn't take his medicine for, for, like a, for like a day and showed him like how bad it is to have Parkinson's and not be able to take your your medic medicine for it um mm. and like just to prove a point that rush limbaugh you're your dirt bag and he's like let me show you what what happens to people i will be shocked too like if that's not mentioned yeah like they, they I'm, I'm i'm sure they're probably gonna mention that whole fight between him and rush limbaugh yeah. mm, maybe so with a mix of adventure and romance and comedy and drama watching this film will feel like a michael j fox movie Aww. oh so I, no, I, go ahead. oh no sorry i i, I hope it's um uh, robin williams is also mentioned because i know he lost his friend yeah. robin williams who had something similar to parkinson's not actual parkinson's he had a loop body greg's disease which takes the mind um and the body where parkinson's takes the body uh, mm -hmm. eventually um lou gehrig was it is it, i think it's lou body lou, lou greg lou gehrig no lou oh, gehrig it's, lou it's gehrig. Gehrig. okay that's um uh als als okay mm. i i remember it was one of those um because i remember he was gonna he was losing his mind as well but uh, uh michael j fox was like we were good friends and I was really, really upset because I felt like he was, you know, kind of quitting on me when I've been, you know, fighting a, a similar disease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no date <clears throat> when we will be going back to the future for the Michael J. Fox documentary on Apple TV Plus. Oh, geez, Rick. <laughs> I get, yeah, I guess that works. <laughs>
I guess. Oh, Greg said he has some news. What? Uh, asking if we can invite him on the on the episode. Right. Well, yeah, send him, and we'll yeah. just uh, let me uh, fill for a little minute. Yeah, let me let me get the uh, the link real quick, and I'll send it to him right Phoenix, now. Phoenix, what movie were you watching again? Spider Spider Man, uh, Spider Man One, Spider Man One. Uh, right. Twenty years ago this month. Mm -hmm. which oh, is, okay. Yeah, I was wondering why why they were doing that. I'm like, how come you're not watching Star Wars? Is that too like on the nose? But I'm like, that makes sense. And then he's <laughs> do yeah, they're gonna do Star Wars a little bit of Star Wars tomorrow, but they're actually going to also do uh what's it called um uh, iron man tomorrow oh nice yeah. uh darren uh michael j fox is still alive yeah no, i was That's talking about thing. robin robin williams yeah. uh Rob, robin williams took his life and michael j fox actually made a statement that he was really upset that his friend uh you know uh quit early in the yeah. fight yeah yeah but michael j fox is alive which is nice because we were talking about that a bit earlier where it's like it's nice to celebrate somebody while they're still alive versus mm -hmm. after they're gone mm -hmm. so, and he's still acting too i mean uh he uh he does a couple of different things. I mean, him and um, Doc Brown. What was Doc Brown's? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Him and Christopher Lloyd just did a um, a Back to the Future reunion little um, like segment, mm -hmm. right? and mm. it was it's, uh, it was on uh, Back to the Future Day, right? So November fifteenth was it? Oh, right. They got together, and I think it was on like the late night show, mm -hmm. and, uh, and and basically both of them dressed up as Marty and uh, and the Doc again, and, <laughs> and he goes, Marty, we went back too far <laughs> you know and they started making jokes about how like how now they're old and it's just like <laughs> it was good it was it was a really good segment that's funny <laughs> i dig that like hey make fun of yourself have fun like mm -hmm. in the end just have fun right i know that there's a lot of actors that you know you think of as when they were young but they're they're making fun of themselves because they're old and they can't get a hold of a lot of jobs because they were the romantic lead or they you know they're they're not what they used to be um right. and i noticed that there's a lot of that lately Mm hmm That is true. What happened to Greg? I don't know. Is the link not working? Greg, we missed. Is he saying it's not working? No, because I he I haven't haven't uh I sent him the link, but he's not here yet. I'm shooting. You're holding up the show, Greg. So we're gonna jump into rumors while we're waiting for Greg. That's a good impression, Mickey. What what impression? Oh, oh, are we talking? Oh, okay. I know what impression he's talking about now. Uh, not Mickey Mouse, but oh, geez, Rick. What 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 am I supposed to do? I I, I don't know what's happening. Of my butt. Save, save it for power house comic-con well geez rick you and darren can just hang out in a corner yeah do all the impressions you want yeah <laughs> do it mcfly oh, do mcfly oh. do mcfly real quick <laughs> mcfly <laughs> biff you doing a Why biff are you here mcfly hello mcfly hello mcfly hello ladies and gentlemen it is the squints I am squinting really hard to see. We are having Mr. Greg, Mr. Hicks. Technical. But I do not see Greg, Mr. Hicks. So I'm going to do my rumors since everybody yeah. keeps stopping uh, me so from doing my rumors. So let's go ahead and do this then. I don't know where to get in their nose, but I'm not mad if tonight it comes true. All right, that's about. It's been canceled because we're gonna get canceled. So let me go ahead and turn that down. But yeah. Okay. So a couple a couple weeks ago, this is so weird how things change so fast. A couple weeks ago, Warner Brothers, just Warner Brothers, before it was Warner Brothers Discovery, um, cast 1883 actress Isabel May and Riverdale actor KP Appa to co-star in the DC live action Wonder Twins movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So the movie was being produced for HBO Max, the but now the film has now? been canceled, and I'm got some echo happening. I was gonna say. 
like it. Here. I mean, I enjoy listening to myself talk, <laughs> but not that much. You know? Form of cancellation. <laughs> exactly. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so sad about Wonder Twins getting canceled because I used to watch this show as a kid, you know, on Super Friends. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, okay. so I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. They were not my favorite characters on, on, on Super Friends. I don't care. They, they, they were mine. They kind of annoyed me a little bit. They had a pet monkey, you they jerk. They did have a pet monkey, but I mean, they were, because they were created for Super Friends, and they were never in the comics before that. That's not why I didn't like them. I didn't like them because they felt so Hanna-Barbera campy. Mm, I get what you're saying. As characters in general, it, it, like it, because it was a Hanna-Barbera um, uh, property. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it felt way too Hanna-Barbera of characters. But, yeah. I mean, then I again, like, the characters themselves, the way that they did it in Super Friends were very Hanna-Barbera. I mean, like, the they whole were, show was like, campy. What do, what do you want? Yeah, the I was saying they were, they were running, like, you know, like, the 66-style Batman. Like, that was very much the Adam West Batman that was in that mm-hmm. show. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not upset with it. Just, again, I, I, I can't see a serious take of the Wonder Twins. Oh, come on. It'll be alien twins that have superpowers. That's all you need. It'll be fun. So anyway. Think, well, see, because I feel like if they did a, a live action Wonder Twins with like a more updated kind of like version of the characters, like, yeah, do you do you really want to see something where it's like form of dolphin? They Shake might not do that. Water just, in a bucket. <laughs> hey, they might just actually do it. They don't need to say it. You don't complain about Beast Boy on Teen Titans. It's true. And he's only changing into a tiger for the most part. Hold on, Greg. You made me wait. Now you got to wait for me because I'm passionate about Wonder Twins. So we're in some Wonder Twins. <laughs> we're so they say, I, I, I don't know. You you might be uh, excited about the the news I had to crawl out of the sewer for. Then you better wait. We're hyping it up. We're, it's called it's called uh, 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 leading it on. So the film cast and crew were informed of the decision, but they haven't officially announced that it's being canceled. So I'm also canceled. echoing. Gone into the future again. Yeah. So tacos on the table. Do we get Wonder Twins? Yes or no? Where are your tacos lying? Uh, first, like we've been doing, what kind of tacos are they? They are Taco Bell tacos. Taco Bell tacos. Yeah, I'm that that fits for the Wonder Twins. Um, I know, that's what I said. <laughs> Uh, tacos on the table with that, that the show is being canceled or the movie is being canceled. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, I think that it is being canceled. And I think it's mainly because the direction that DC is trying to move in is going into more of like, and it's going back to a gritty kind of like, you know, real world with the Batman kind of thing, like what they're doing with the Batman. But then the other side of the shows is leaning heavily into comic storylines, leaning heavily into comic storylines. That's adorable. Hey, Greg, if you have have uh the speakers and mic on oh you got headphones mm-hmm. on so i don't know what i'm tell- telling you right now uh, i don't know why i'm working that echo anyway yeah my tacos are on the table that this is getting canceled even though it's gonna it's be the gone. saddest taco i have dc's canceling a lot of stuff lately you're like what is going on but it's like what we were talking about before it's because i think they're finding their stride and the whole thing is you know they're looking at properties like well we were trying to do this but that probably really doesn't work so that's why they're canceling it it mm-hmm. feels a little like they're trying to follow in marvel footsteps and go into a different phase where Marvel's going to a different phase. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but also, you gotta remember, Warner Brothers and Discovery just merged. There's a lot of overhead right now. Right. You know, even if it's just clearing redundancy out, there's a lot of like, you know, um, 401k packages that they gotta put together for people and be like, thanks for your hard work. We'll see you later. Here's six months of pay. I think they're just, you know, concentrating on the big gun, so to speak. Right. Darren, we're talking tacos. James, are you buying everyone tacos at Distance Nerding's booth? 
move or just throwing taco party at powerhouse let's throw the taco party at powerhouse uh, taco party. what 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 would happen if we got tacos and i just chucked them at people in the, in the crowd we need a taco like gun a taco launcher yeah that would be tacos for you. you get a taco you get a taco you get tacos <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. I got two more rumors, but Greg, you're here. Hopefully we got your audio taken care of. Kind of freezing there. Um, uh, can you guys hear me? We can hear you, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we've got a TMNT themed restaurant coming to Denver. What? Handsome Boys Hospitality Group is opening a TMNT uh, pizza joint at the old Giordano's on Broadway. Oh, dude, that's dope. Oh. Well, I'm the... sad. I'm sad Giordano's is leaving. But well, it's one location. We've got, right. I think, three in Denver. Oh, so. get out of here then. Yeah. Um, More the, reason for us to take a trip out to Denver. Right? The uh, restaurant will be called Casey Jones and serve $3 New York style pizza slices. That's awesome. Made I'm with it. The fat shoemaker. And Who was the former executive chef from famous original Jay's Pizza owned by oh, Rosenberg's oh. founder of Josh Pollock. Founder of <laughs> Pollock. Exactly. I found his article. That's awesome. Yes. That's super cool, man. Um, I mean, we got to go out to denver anyways so, i mean so it's opening in may so you guys got not much time a at year. all it, it's gonna because <laughs> it is may it's gonna it be may, may. Yeah. so opening this month a tmnt i see a picture we're looking at the denver post right now yes and it looks like all the tables oh that's really cool so you, you know how there's like long tables you know like kind of um uh, shareable tables you know yeah, yeah um it's all like laminated over but underneath it you know how sometimes um, businesses will put like business cards under there or like i don't know uh pictures ads and stuff like that yeah they have um pages from the various TMNT comics underneath the table. So it's really, the table is made of TMNT comics. Ah, that's dope. That looks so cool. And so there cool. are distance nerding stickers uh, all over the place in Denver because when I was there, I was just popping them everywhere. So on national monuments and whatnot. No, yeah. more like, um, there's like a, there's like a really famous uh, Mexican spot downtown Denver. Oh, you're talking about uh, Rio Grande. Yeah. Uh, and they have like a big sticker wall. So I put <laughs> stickers like all over it. <laughs> Actually, that that location has now moved. Really? Yeah. Well, that Gotta go back. Go back so yep. I can put stickers all over the place again. Right. That's cool. Good job, Denver. I dig it. I That's dig dope. it. That's dope. All right. Uh, any more on the Team NT front? Nope. That's good. You, okay, this is this is what we need you to do. Since it's in May, I don't know when it's going to open in mm-hmm. May, but it's May. It's going to be May. It is May. It is um, May. You got to go do like a distance nerding IG takeover and take a ton of pictures, do a ton of like IG live and show us what this looks like. Totally down. Send him some stickers. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can do that. We need some business, to, business cards. Yeah, we need we need him to infiltrate this uh, TMNT spot. And my T-shirt I was supposed to get a while ago. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Did, did, did I not send? It'll you? come in a pizza box. I, I didn't send a shirt. Taco box. Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? That sounds like an offline conversation to me. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I gotta send that out like tomorrow. <laughs> I don't even need the soundboard. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm gonna go back to some gaming rumors. Uh-oh. So um, we all know that Microsoft and Activision Blizzard merged or Microsoft engulfed, swallowed, everything. eat it like a pizza, <laughs> Activision Blizzard. Yeah. But I, I guess the merger is going to go through sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I guess Microsoft is posting for like new jobs for like after the merger. So 
anybody's interested, start looking at Microsoft. But I guess all of the jobs that they're posting right now is for uh, uh, like both companies, like how to merge these two companies together, like from a gaming standpoint. So as spotted in the Video Game Chronicle, <laughs> the job posting is for manager, gaming strategy and development. And the company mentions uh, Bethesda Game Studios and announced or actually also mentioned Activision Blizzard. So I guess it's about, I don't know, putting things together. Somebody help me out. You guys are the, the gaming peoples. Uh, I mean, if it's like a management thing, they're they're uh, it's it's probably like overseeing different games and and <clears throat> a lot of times it's just kind of like trying to make sure things come out on time or whether they need to figure out where, whether things are going back or not. I mean, yeah, I mean a, 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 a strategy and development team. A, a lot of times that's really just okay. What games do we need to put out? When do they need to be out by? Uh, what teams are in development on it? Especially with the company like Activision Blizzard that has like a thousand companies under their name. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Like they just got a huge library? Oh yeah, that that's what Bethesda was like when they when they acquired Bethesda. They just got a crap ton of like smaller studios that make different games. Mm. Yeah, I mean they've got a presence even in Portland. Uh, I almost went and worked for them. Yeah, Activision Blizzard specifically. I mean, you know, their franchises are like Call of Duty and um and World of Warcraft and Starcraft and like you know like a lot of like the bigger name games that are out there. A lot of like bigger mm. names. Interesting, interesting. I guess that's really not a rumor, but it's it's really just hey, put your tacos on the table. There's some more jobs coming. Absolutely. I, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, and I think it's just for. Oh, yep. I think it's just for a smooth transition, really, mm -hmm. just to make sure that everything goes and you know, because they're gonna have projects that are still going while they're transitioning. They're gonna need managers and people that you know can uh, do sort of the over as they're going. Mm -hmm. A lot of people play DVA and Diva. Oh, uh, Diva is a character from from Overwatch. Oh, okay. I wonder you if know this means like they gotta port all these games over to the Xbox as well. No, so I I know like a lot of these games they already have on Xbox. Um, and there's been like a lot of Watch speculation on yeah, like there's been a lot of speculation on whether they're gonna become exclusives on Xbox now that Xbox owns it. Uh, mm -hmm. they already uh announced because like um PlayStation players were freaking out because one of the highest played like, like one of the biggest one of the high franchises in general biggest is Call of Duty and Activision and Call of Duty is an Activision game. Yeah. So you know a lot of Sony players have been freaking out saying like oh well if it becomes a, a Xbox exclusive that means I have to go get an Xbox now because that you know like they, they have a very dedicated fan base. Um so like you know that they, they announced that Call of Duty then at least the next couple of games are going to still be cross platform though. So I don't see Activision changing very much when it comes to that because that's just limiting their resource or their, their, would, their money. That would be suicide getting rid of cross platform if it's already cross platform. But the thing is is that it's still it, it would still be PC and Xbox. You know what they're doing is just getting rid of just PlayStation players. Mm, interesting. I, yeah well I mean I don't care. PC so <laughs> bye bye. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't write me angry letters. Yeah, her and her PC master race whatever. Okay before you guys start a fight let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Filming of Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special has wrapped and production continues uh, for a few more weeks on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So we're getting some details on uh, on both projects and this is kind of exciting. Holiday special. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, no, they filmed the holiday special the same at the same time as yeah. Guardians 3. Yeah, that's awesome. Why? 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 It's going to be great. Holiday special. Yeah, Star Wars did a great job with that. Uh, You know yeah. what? Their new ones have been pretty, pretty damn good. 
good. Right. The, the ones that they've been doing have been pretty good. And we're just because it says holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special wasn't done by James Gunn, right? Exactly. It wasn't done for ABC in a cash grab, right? So I'm, <laughs> I have all the faith in James Gunn. Yeah. He can do anything he wants right now. 100%. I'm, I'm also with that. He can get back on Twitter. I don't care. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. With Elon Musk at the helm, he might. Uh, right? Let him do it. Let him do it. Uh, I mean, there has been screenshots of uh, of, of them filming and some interesting uh, characters yeah. spotted. That, so those interesting characters, uh, like the, the things that we're spotting on that, uh, are pointing to a specific character that in the comics is the creator of all of those characters. And the fact that we're getting all these small kind of like humanoid characters. Um, and, it, and I mean, the, the other thing too, what a lot of people aren't realizing um, is that those characters also have a lot of ties to um, the Rocket Raccoon, mm -hmm. which also have ties to this specific villain. So, I mean, like, you know, uh, I I would be excited if we do end up seeing him in this. Uh, I, I mean, should I spill the tea on this? Let's, let's you want to spill? Yeah. yeah so, spill it all you want. So the rumor is that the villain for Guardians 3 is the High Evolutionary. Mm -hmm. And the High Evolutionary is essentially like he plays God with different races and like he'll he'll take like he's the one that's responsible for for Rocket. He's the one that like, you know, when you hear about all these stories about how Rocket got it taken apart a million times and put back together and all that. The High Evolutionary is the one that did all that. Mm -hmm. And like the characters that you see in in this um in these screenshots or, in, you know, these these pictures of these characters that they that, that, that they, they had um are very they're very much like they reminiscent of the characters that um the High Evolutionary like messes with. So the they all look like is, hairless, like uh, hybrid animals. Right. You know, so like the rumor is that the, the villain is going to be the High Evolutionary. Mm -hmm. Although I do want to bring up something, the fact that some have speculated that they the, the logo changes color every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And the new logo that they've revealed is gray, like Rocket. Mm -hmm. And every time that color changes, it tends to be hint towards a character that's going to die. Mm -hmm. So we may be saying goodbye to Rocket. And it's not really a surprise since the voice of Rocket is saying, I'm kind of done. Yeah. I mean, that could be that. that could be a thing, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could get a send off for Rocket. And I mean, you know, as long as, long as they do it in a way that 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 fits that befits the character, you know, where, you know, like we got a, a well, ain't your daddy son. But, you know, so I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I'm hoping that we if, if they do kill Rocket, that he gets a, a you know, really good proper death, right. that proper set off or, or, or he just goes off and is like, you know, sayonara, guys. I'm you know, I want to go settle on Earth or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, because then he would actually have to be around other trash pandas and he would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have his own baseball team like in Alabama True. or something. He would have his own baseball team. Well, the fact that he asks in the movie what's a, a, a raccoon and he says, you're a raccoon. I kind of want Rocket to mean another raccoon. Yeah. He would true. hate that so much. That's so like, funny. Rocket man. would hate seeing other raccoons. We got <laughs> a million of you back they home on my, uh, back on my planet uh, or back back home on my planet. There ain't nothing like me. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I uh No, he is a raccoon. So so Darren, uh, Darren's asking in the chat, is rac Rocket a, a, a raccoon or just an alien species that looks like a raccoon? Uh, he's no, he's a, he's a raccoon. So he, um, the high evolutionary, what he what he does is he goes to planets and gets unevolved species and then evolves them. Hence high evolutionary, right? I mean, that's what he does is he he like he experiments on them to evolve them to another state, and um, that's like Rocket is the is like the result of one of his experiments. 
Woods. There's a whole comic book about like uh of like all these different animals that are like experimented on and stuff like that. Like it's funny uh, an Easter egg that a lot of people don't realize when Thor calls him rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comic, his girlfriend is a rabbit. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I never made that connection till now. Mm-hmm. Did you also see the uh, new Guardians uniforms? Oh yeah, they look so cool. They look good. Yeah, they look good. All you saw was Chris Pratt and Karen yeah. Gillan. Yeah, but I dug them. They're like, oh, they're actually they're like in uniforms for once. Okay, right. great. I dug it. So that that or they're just wearing like a space <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, Darren. Oh damn, Mickey, you're a true nerd. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that kind of nerd, man. If you if you really doubted it up until now, because <laughs> I'm bringing up like just obscure comic stuff. So it's like, wow, he knows about Rocket like that. Like, yeah. Uh, fun fact: Rocket, uh, the, the Boston accent was a choice for the movie. He has it's it's clearly stated in the comics that he has a Cockney accent. So, so give us what Rocket would sound like. Yes. <laughs> um, you don't have to do his line for line, but just talk like a Rocket. <sighs> Gotta think. Like, of, I, I just have to think of something. No, no, he would not <laughs> because, uh, oi, what the fuck you doing, huh? <laughs> All like, right. What do you what, like? What do you make it? I'm making a fucking gun. Is what I'm doing, huh? <laughs> Give us some actors that have good Cockney accents. Uh, actually, um, um, or movies, movies that highlight. Well, uh, Kingsman. So, uh, uh Eggsy. Uh, um, oh, okay, perfect. That's a good Cockney accent. Mm-hmm. Got it. Right. What are you doing, huh? You nicked my car. Yeah, that's that's Cockney. Versus, you know, where everybody immediately thinks of Cockney. Hello, governor. That, that's not. That's why people hate that accent. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 hello. But I'm saying I had to bring that up because like that's yeah. why everybody hates Dick Van Dyke's accent. Well, I, I was, yeah. I was doing the christian bale okay like except americans right like because americans are like oh yeah now it's a british accent it's not it's it's very made up you know versus again um i i'm forgetting his name but the guy who plays eggsy that that's a cockney accent the accent that he mm-hmm. has right there mm-hmm. what do you mean these things is, is right in my face huh it's a it's a regional thing um uh, it's a londoner accent so i mean it is it, it's not it, a londoner it's no not a londoner. from london cockney cockney yeah. is, is is a uh is, is a it's not londoner londoner is a specific Specific accent, but I mean, um, it is a London accent, though. Mm-hmm. It's from a very specific uh, location. In fact, some people would be surprised that there are people actually in England that still sound like pirates. Um, and, and it's a it's a very regional thing. It's it's incredibly interesting. The um the very small locations where the accents change in England. From I have a grandmother that has a British accent. So. Oh no, you know who else? Um, what's his name from? Uh, uh, okay, hold on, I have to bring him. Greg, up. give us give us a Londoner accent right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't got that. That's yeah. perfect. That's accents, perfect. Man. I don't it's do good. Accents. It's good. Um, Greg, uh, uh, you were mentioning you had some now. Disney Plus Soccer. What was the name of it? Um, sorry, I mean, not Disney Plus. Sorry, uh, uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, Ted. Ted Lasso. Okay, so uh, the the um the old school um uh, soccer player, the older dude. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I got it. That's got a Cockney it. accent. And then also the uh, um the young kid is also like another version of a cockney accent didn't didn't christian bale do one in the gangs of new york jamie it was really bad no no i'm saying jamie tart's accent oh, yeah. is, a, is, is a cock is like a true cockney accent yeah greg if you're having if you're having issues um you can jump off anytime brother thanks for jumping on telling us about uh, yeah tmnt i, I think it's i am uh, not able to because my uh mouse for some reason isn't working so oh no you got all kinds of problems i'm ready for this 
one hundred percent. We love you, man. The uh, magic. You. Hey, thanks for 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 that uh for that story too. Because now I'm like even more excited to go to Denver. I know you need another honeymoon this year, so you might as well. Not happening this year. It's not. Come happening. on. It's not happening this year. <laughs> Come on. Do oh, it. uh, Kyber Cave is in the house. Melissa Dunlap, thank you for joining us. Oh, Melissa Dunlap, what's up? The, uh, the producer on uh on Kyber Cave. Hell yes. What's up, Marissa? So let's finish this. Guardians of the Galaxy. Do we get the high evolutionary as the big bad in this movie? Tacos on the table? I, I think we do. I think we're going to get the high evolutionary. And, and I'm excited for that because the high evolutionary is a dope ass character. Phoenix, what do you think? I think we're going to get the high evolutionary. It, it, all signs are pointing there, which, yeah. you know, then we might see Rocket's little brothers and sisters and or these rabbits. You might see his rabbit, rabbit. girlfriend. Yeah. I, you know, he might get a love interest. Right. Yeah, that's that's 100 percent true. It could happen. That, that may be why he leaves he's like i'm gonna go be with my people so mm -hmm. to speak and just be like gotta go chase that rabbit tail you know what i'm saying yeah, so i think so. Yeah. i think so i don't want to see him die. tail the only thing i want to see is i want to see the uh rocket's origin story somehow and it's mm -hmm. gonna break my heart but you know oh it's gonna be messed up especially with the stuff that 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 gun has been doing lately like it's gonna be such a messed up twisted story yeah because the high evolutionary is a twisted character so mm -hmm. okay you ready to move on ready to move on darren yeah. is this a true or false question no it's not a true or false question it'd say do you put your tacos on the table or not for yeah. this story are our tacos on the table or basically is the rumor true or is it fake mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so darren let us know if your tacos are on the table if we're getting the high evolutionary as the big bad for guardians three you ready to move on guys absolutely ready to move on now i don't have i still don't have a um Ooh, the high evolutionary becoming a big bad do you think he could be a, a return big bad or do you know like, like he gets away or do you no think they get him? i i I don't think he'll be a, a, a return character. He is more on the level of, I mean, he's small. He, he's he's not even as big of a character as Ego the Living Planet, but I mean, like, you know, like he, yeah, he, he's he's definitely a one-shot character. I'm glad, I'm glad this is mainly an audio podcast and not all video, because like I was just being dumb. Like I, I felt like um, one of those like little kids that are always looking for the straw. I was all, uh, 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 <laughs> and I didn't find it. I forgot to put it up. So, so if we, you want to see him struggle, you just watch our video visual episode yeah, we'll take it down yeah watch it on youtube you're not taking it down because the, the music will take it down not happening all right guys we got another segment here segment that i know some guys have been waiting for or some people have been waiting for uh ladies and gentlemen it is time for the breakdown because i don't have a sound cue for that so break it down there you go <laughs> Episode five, the penultimate episode of Moon Knight certainly borrows a lot from fellow Disney plus Marvel shows like WandaVision. Oh my God, this is oh, heart wrenching like WandaVision. Mm. So our protagonist is forced to confront their past and the secrets to their fractured mental state through mystical means. Get ready for an emotional roller coaster ride. Uh, again, we're going to spoil episode five. Episode six actually comes out in a few hours. Right. So if you haven't seen it, Darren, put us on mute. We should we should have a thing like on the oh. screen, like Darren mute. <laughs> normally like, normally we've already seen the episode this is actually kind of nice yeah 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 hold on yeah uh, normally we we had we would have seen the next episode but since we're recording on a tuesday yeah we kind of um there we go so a little problem popping that on there so that way you guys know for the next little bit of time here we're gonna be talking spoilers yeah cam are you staying up to midnight to watch this are we gonna have a, a midnight watch party or maybe it's a 1 a.m watch party for you i'm i'm debating because i have to teach and then i'm gonna be hanging out with kyber cave <laughs> the next day yeah so. i've got 
Um, Welcome the morning, but I'm probably going to stay up and watch this. So I'm just too excited. Or you guys just suck it up and carpe diem, carpe moon night, and just make it happen. All right. All right. So no more of this whining. Take off for the next 10 minutes here. No more uh, of this adulting going on. So, so jumping into this, uh, before I get into, because I left everybody on a cliffhanger last week, uh, talking about the thing that I was really excited about. Before I jump into that, um, initial thoughts, guys. Uh, James, did you like it? Did you dislike it? What'd you think? This, uh, so I was saying episode four was my favorite episode episode five Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily my favorite episode but it was the most impactful episode Mm -hmm. so far you know you've been on an adventure the whole time now we're like um getting a lot of the exposition and it is just gut-wrenching from like start to finish yeah Mm -hmm. it's so rough i did not see some of the twists and turns happening but it was a great episode great episode when they when you open you're like what is going on you're already going from last episode you're going what's going on i don't get it anymore but it opens up the same confusing scene you're like what right yeah i i love this episode but it was so hard to watch like everything that was happening Mm -hmm. to our to our characters oh so sad but let's talk about easter eggs Mm -hmm. because we can also get into all the emotional stuff and and sorry young phil what did you think of the episode oh i thought it was amazing uh i thought the overall acting was crazy again the the memes all week have been uh that oscar isaac uh, he he needs (laughs) he needs to be nominated for both supporting and (laughs) actor because the the acting with himself was flawless like you believe oh. separate characters you know like you don't believe like like it's almost hard to believe that he's the same person acting with himself you know yeah. like, like it was such a great episode um the thing that i want to talk about is actually uh three um easter eggs down so let's go ahead and yeah. knock these first two Fe- and phoenix talk- well we're talking about oscar isaac's phoenix weren't you saying like his body double yes was- supposedly his body double is his brother that's awesome that would make sense and it's like and it's like steven and mark are like estranged brothers right so that's even better so that's yeah. cool that's it's cool. oh god it gets so like like, like you said it best it gets heart-wrenching right you know mm-hmm. as you get in because you start seeing the trauma that creates steven and it's so like it, it it's it's heartbreaking yeah you know what's funny is i watched this episode i didn't notice a ton of easter eggs but as i went back and and like read mm-hmm. like all the different easter eggs there's a ton of easter eggs in this like um normally we cover a lot of easter eggs so like uh i think haro called it the putnam medical facility Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is like a nod to the putnam psychiatric hospital which was from the comic books right so there's a lot of thought that goes into this whole storyline that disney plus is doing kudos to whoever's writing this story because they're putting in so many like ties together right like like this next one where um it's it's calling back to itself like episode one um steven is in the gift shop with donna Mm -hmm. and they're talking and she's like hand me that box of hippos mm-hmm. right and he's like that's not hippos that's tower it you know mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's a little little um foreshadowing to like oh we're gonna get a whole whole episode with tower in it you know so all those little things that are happening throughout the show mm-hmm. is crazy you know i did notice the overall structure is very much like loki like loki framed their episodes mm-hmm. um and the you know the rise the fall sort of thing the the come together i'm i'm hoping that we see another back come together <laughs> episode yeah. like loki had um yeah, i totally agree Totally mm-hmm. agree. You know, I was I was even reading that even I didn't put in my notes, so I'm just gonna mention it. Even the office that they're in, that Dr. Haro's office, like the way it's set up, right, is like a replica of the room that um Arthur Haro um is in when the show opens in episode one. Right. So it's like the same setup, the same desk and everything. I'm like, right. the same the same like uh situation, the same um pe- things that are in the room in the same setup. I'm like, dude, what you don't even need to do that, but you do it and it I love it even that much more. Yeah, it's one of those small things that you know most people 
are not going to notice, yeah. uh, especially because like the decor is a little bit different. The color is completely yeah, different. Everything's been painted white. Right. And that's the whole thing is like, you know, when you when you look at the set piece, it's like it's the same set. It's just been, you know, redecorated. And it's 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 great. I thought that was super interesting. Right. I think you wanted to get to um, what Tara was saying, right? Yeah. So so there's a whole section when he's talking to Tara and she's uh, she mentions the afterlife. Right. And this is something that I thought was a genius move right because the whole thing is you you kind of start to wonder like what is the afterlife that these universes have and i love mm -hmm. the concept of because it's a very um it's a very complicated concept to understand but if you understand it it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. and i i love that it's you know she starts talking about your afterlife is based on your belief mm -hmm. right so it's not a you know if you die then you have one set afterlife right and that just kind of throws out of whack what what common religion teaches you that there is one afterlife right mm -hmm. it is the afterlife is based on your belief and like she you know she she makes a um or he he makes a comment about the afterlife and about being there and she makes a small throwaway uh she makes a small throwaway line but it's also like it says a lot because she says oh you should check out the ancestral plane it is crazy right and it's and it's establishing that the ancestral like they're aware of other afterlifes and they know that it's based on different faiths and i, I so thought beautiful, a yeah. genius thing she yeah, said it's so that. beautiful which which you know it kind of um i would i would totally agree when we see it in the movie yeah where the afterlife and he's saying goodbye to his father and and whatnot it's purple like a certain stone so there's mm -hmm. a lot of there's a lot of ties here right and i mean you know we're, we're going into the city of death right i mean we're mm -hmm. uh, or um uh, the city of the dead right which is mm -hmm. again um if it's if they're basing the next um black panther movie on the comics that I think it's going after uh, we're going to see the city of the dead again you know because the whole thing is supposed to be a distraction for to, to infiltrate the city of the dead which is the ancestral plane it's mm -hmm. it's you know there's so much kind of like cool small references especially yeah. for being a show that is not supposed to tie into the greater MCU it does you know Cam Smith also mentions there's also a mention of hell like in Loki mentioned hell right yeah which that's actually a good point good point you know I was thinking um, this is probably the most connective tissue to the MCU that there's been like mentioning of um, the afterlife because you know Cam's right talking about hell like in like in Loki didn't they go to hell in one of the Thor movies I remember mm, no, oh, no. Hell, they hell's there about, yeah they talk about hell who is the goddess of of the afterlife oh, okay I mean like there, there is, hell. Yeah. right like there is there is a lot of kind of like common threads that tie back to the other phases of the MCU you mm -hmm. know where it's like we've already established certain things and it's like now we're expanding on these things and again it's it's very genius because they're not just you know not paying attention to what was there before they're expanding on things we already understand and and this, is, yeah. it's the world building is just phenomenal and this and, is uh, uh, well, i'm sorry this is this is a testament to kevin feige's genes mm -hmm. i do love the tie-in too because um hell in christian is is a punishment but in um, norse mythology it's not it's uh it's actually a reward so when loki says am i in hell he thinks he's in heaven he thinks he's dead and he's been rewarded for everything he's done um mm -hmm. and he's sort of like am i done now um but then it's also mentioned in this episode it's been, hell's mentioned in this episode too isn't it um it's been a little while since i've watched it but but it, it's mentioned but not in the sense of mm -hmm. like you know the uh the norse mythology or anything like that it's mm -hmm. it's more so he's saying are we in hell and it's 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 basically he's talking his understanding of the afterlife whereas she explains that the afterlife is not what you think 
think it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Okay, so for me, that's interesting because um, it's revealed that they're Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I guess since he's not necessarily Jewish, I guess he's he's, he's British and he wasn't raised Jewish. I don't know. Um, that 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 not carrying over kind of like ruined it for me. Um, that's what I, I think. It's more so Mark's afterlife because of the beliefs that he has come to know mm-hmm. is why he ends up in the Egyptian afterlife. And that's also why uh, Tawara is, it, it, she's almost shocked that somebody shows up uh, mm-hmm. for her because she's like, nobody's believed in our, be- in, in the Egyptian belief in, 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 you know, in, in this belief in a long time. So she's just like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? You know, she's just well, kind of, you know, excited not- that somebody showed up. Whereas Stephen is probably more along the lines of, of the, the Judeo mm-hmm. belief of hell and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark grew up Jewish, right? But uh, Stephen, the fictional character, even though he may be borderline more than just a fictional character, mm-hmm. you know, he believed more of the Egyptian like uh, religion, or at least he uh, was more well versed in it. So maybe that's why it was connected. Because you remember, it was Stephen that got shot, yeah, not Mark. He believed in the in, in the Coptic like that that, that entire uh, Coptic belief. Mm-hmm. So there's but, a lot of holes. You realize there's a lot of holes in in what they know and and how they know it, right? Kind of thing. And this show does a good job, even talking about the various gods that we've we've met they explain that they explain how like we can have gods that are from asgard and gods that are from egypt and gods that are you know probably from greek mythology just living in pocket dimensions you know it's like oh oh yeah okay that's fine yeah. <laughs> let's keep going <laughs> like you mentioned last week like this might be a way to connect you know gore the god killer mm-hmm. with with uh the rest of the greater storyline you know like like because last week you were saying like what if this is a way to bring in gore the god killer and he starts killing all the different gods you know mm-hmm. it's not just the um like in the comics it's not just the norse gods that he's going after but he's just you know i'm i'm also going to kill the egyptian gods i'm also going to especially because in the trailer we see zeus you know i'm also going to kill the the greek gods you know like mm-hmm. it's, it's the only other show that i know of that that dives into this whole belief of your afterlife and your deities are based on your belief is american gods which if you guys haven't watched that you need to go and watch it yeah that's a good show too mm-hmm. i think amazon right no that was um showtime oh stars sorry stars oh okay you're right you're right but with all this afterlife stuff and the fact that you know they one is a supposedly jewish and one is supposedly not and there's a lot of like memory stuff there is someone missing in all of this right as as far there's somebody missing as far as those of us who know mark specter as a character Mm -hmm. because like for the most part you know for those that are just watching the show and don't know you know like all the different personalities that that mark has um you know they're oblivious they don't know what's going on but those of us who see the easter eggs and know the comic books like you know we know jake lockley is somewhere out there and i i honestly think that he's played a part the whole time oh yeah no there's a couple times where he's blacked out and both of them didn't know what happened and i'm pretty sure that's jake take over yeah that's a little easter egg in itself is that there may be a a third personality that you're Mm -hmm. talking about jake lockley Mm -hmm. um everybody has been saying like anytime there's even a possibility that jake lockley could be there there's always like a yellow cab mm-hmm. like in the scene or something like that right and i guess he was a cab driver in the comics yeah and and i've 
picked up on that. Like every time I see him involved with a yellow cab, I keep thinking like, oh, are we going to get Jake Lockley right now? Oh, okay. Not but, like, someone I, else. With that. Someone else mentioned the drinking. The drinking is possibly Jake. <laughs> yeah. Because Jake is a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Because uh, uh, you see in the the first scene when we see him go to Egypt and he throws over the open the curtains, he's drinking and hitting against the the, um, the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's possibly Jake, not Mark or Steven. That's Jake taking over, doing what he has to go do. Right. But the thing is, is that we're led to believe that it's that it's Mark waking up right there. So I mean, again, as far as we know, it, it is Mark. But I I see, I see where your where your where your threat is right there. Mm-hmm. Right. That he's waking up with a bottle in his hand, and that was Jake that led them there. But thing is, is also you know because it was Grant, it, it was Stephen letting go, uh, and them a- ending up in Egypt. So I mean, what I wonder is how much does Jake know if Jake is involved? Like, does he does he know that they need to make it to Egypt, or was that Mark that got them to Egypt, and then he wakes up as Jake in Egypt? Hmm. Well, I mean, Mark is aware of Stephen's life, right? Because he's right. maintaining it. He feels bad about the fish, and he replaces the fish, and the fish dies because he's been gone for so long, right. and like he's maintaining and asking a girl out, yeah. which to kind of help uh, help his uh, his alter ego out. Um, so I'm wondering, is Jake aware of Mark and Stephen, and or trying wonder, to maintain? I wonder if Jake's the one that asked her out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mark is married, right? And he cares right. about Layla. He does. So it, it had to be Jake or something. Like, and she was even saying, like, what happened to the? You were all like suave and cool, and now you're not. You know, like it wasn't Mark, and it Ooh, wasn't good catch. Because you know? because Mark's not really suave. He's more right. in your face. You know, Jake Lockley is kind of more of a suave dude. Like like I think they're they've been planning Easter eggs the entire series that Jake's been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And why would why would Mark want to date somebody because his wife is like like miles away, like ten miles away or something like that? Mm-hmm. He's still getting over. Well, I guess they're getting a divorce, is what she mentions. But she's like, right at the moment, I'm still your wife. Yeah. Um. So, but but I I would think like if he if the the divorce is new, he's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go ask this girl out and you know get in the sack with the first person I can find. You're right. It's got to be Jake. Jake is is uh you know being smooth or something. Here's a tacos on the table. Do you think we're gonna get Jake in the last episode as like they're gonna say it's Jake or a third personality? I or do think, you think it's just Easter eggs for us. I think Jake had something to do with the uh the balances the, the scale scales not balancing. Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's good. Uh, and and that's that's also something that I was thinking of because like like yes you're getting more of a kind of sync between uh Stephen and and uh Mark, but the thing is is that Jake is still throwing everything off balance, and they're I I have a feeling that neither of them are aware of Jake. Oh yeah, no, no. But Jake might be aware of them. Right. I think that we're either going to get a reveal in, in this last episode, and it's going to be like, oh, it's been happening the entire time, and like one of those reveals, yeah. or uh, they're going to do like a tease and do like a possible like we'll see Moon Knight again, and whatever iteration that we get of Moon Knight next, we'll we'll see more of Jake Lockley. Yeah. Um. Because as as Cam was saying in the chat, uh, they're waiting for the end of um of of the Emmys, uh, so that they can put it in the limited series section and get it like you know down as a limited series and then they'll announce whether they're doing season two or not which i mean at this point they have to green light season two if uh uh if 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 they're waiting on like you know fan reactions because fans love the show so i thought it would be kind of cool if they um before i saw episode five if they announced jake but then they go back and show you all the scenes that he was in from jake's perspective you know him Mm. doing all the dirty work like that would be really cool to see all of it from his point of view doing all these things maybe asking out that that uh girl and whatnot yeah and that's 
what I think is going to happen. You know, that, that's kind of what I was just mentioning a second ago is that you're going to get this reveal and you're going to see that Jake's been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Because there was that sarcophagus hopping up and down and they never opened it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and I thought exactly. that was going to be Jake. Like every time I saw that or when um when he walks by the door and he sees himself outside of his mother's house, you know, when mm -hmm. mom died, I thought mm -hmm. that was Jake because he was standing next to a yellow cap. So I thought that that was Jake. He's drinking. Yeah. I a lot of a lot of that stuff. I think they deliberately are putting that in for those of us who know Jake Lockley, right? Mm -hmm. like, it's like, okay, uh, is it's one of those, oh, is it gonna, is, is this when it happens? Is this when it happens? Oh, it's not when it happens. Okay. You know, and like we're getting to episode six and we still haven't gotten a Jake Lockley reveal. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm like, I feel like with the amount of time they have, there's three storylines that they need to tie up, right? It's him dealing with himself, the Jake Lockley stuff that likely might be there. And then the entire storyline with Haro. I think Jake's still on the boat, honestly, because we're still on the boat, mm -hmm. right? So I think Jake is still on the boat. We're going to find Jake. Um, oh, yeah. Like maybe Mark is off the boat in like heaven and maybe mm -hmm. it's Jake's time. Take over. Right. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. And then in the trailer, when we see that that fight scene between Haro and in uh, Moon Knight, maybe that's Jake in the Moon Knight, like as Moon Knight. Yeah, it could be. Could be. We'd have to go back and get the uh, statue or something. You know, I was thinking this is my last thing on Jake, but I was thinking, you know how they were talking about they mentioned Bushman, like I guess one of the uh, big dads from the Moon Knight, you know, universe or or, or comic books, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking, what if they switch it up and instead of having Bushman as another character, like what if Bushman is Lockley? Like maybe he killed all those guys. Maybe oh. he killed Layla's dad as uh, Bushman or as Lockley right. or something like that. You know, because he says I didn't do it, but and he's saying, oh, those other men did it, but who did it then? Because I like in the scene, you're sort of like no one's standing there. You're the only one standing there over all those bodies. So yeah. you've got to be lying to us. Yeah. Or yeah. something else. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no worries. Uh so so we'll, let's finish this thought here. <laughs> so I'm super excited for, for Moon Knight episode six. I'm gonna stay up tonight and watch. I'm just oh, letting okay. you guys know. And and speaking of the boat, also, um, I guess uh it, the, the boat is in another episode. Yeah, I think it's episode one oh, in the aquarium. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And the did you notice that in the in the memory, his brother Randall was drawing the fish, Gus the fish, yeah, with one little finding Nemo fin. Oh yeah. so sad. So sad. Oh, that got me. Such a good episode, though. Such a good episode. I can't wait. So, uh, predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen on this next episode? You guys have been hearing me do my predictions the entire time we've been talking on this. Mm -hmm. right, so like I said, I think we either get a Jake Lockley reveal. I think that um, I, I think that we're going to get you know uh, a conclusion. I, I, I think I, I think Conchu is going to come back. Uh, he's going to free Conchu because obviously he has the suit again in, in the trailer. Um, so I think he's going to free Conchu. He's going to get the suit back. He's going to uh do this final fight with um with Haro and stop Amit. Um, but I think there's gonna be a underlying Jake Lockley story that ends up coming in play. So mm -hmm. Phoenix, I, any thoughts? I think they're gonna all get reunited this episode. I honestly do. Because if, if they've been going sort of the, the low-key route where you know they, they did the the I'm all alone. Oh wait, there's more of me. Oh wait, you know, uh there's something redemption. yeah I'm gonna be redeemed now through these other me's. Um we haven't seen Jake, but then then they get separated which is loki and and uh and sylvie got separated in episode five they come back together and everybody gangs up and, and goes through s episode six so um i think it's just going to be a whole lot of uh, i think it's gonna be that same same thing where we're going to see uh the two we're going to see uh, uh mark and hopefully we see steven again um and possibly jake come together and then um the old bird <laughs> join again and sort of help out but i i, I think it's going to be a, um it's not going to end the way we think 
think I think we're there's gonna be a lot of more questions than answers in 45 minutes. I mean, and that's how sure. I feel. I feel like 45 minutes isn't enough time to wrap the entire story with everything that's still happening. Um, that's where I I have a feeling that um that we're we're gonna get uh, a reveal for a season two or or that they're gonna say something that is gonna be like we're gonna continue this story in such and such and such and such. You know, like in in this this next story, or you'll see Moon Knight in Daredevil and they announce Daredevil like they did Book of Boba. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that there's gonna be because they did say that there's gonna be a post credit scene in this. Um, I I feel like they're gonna do some type of like Book of Boba style uh reveal, which mm -hmm. still keeps mm -hmm. it in the limited uh limited series category because then it can be another show that they're bringing. Makes in. sense. Like maybe they announce uh Midnight Suns. You know what I mean? Because they've already announced a lot a lot of the characters that are involved with Midnight Suns. Maybe they say, oh, you'll see Moon Knight again in Midnight Suns, and then we get excited for Midnight Suns. Sure. My only contribution to this is I'm having a great time watching this show and I'm super happy being in the dark and not knowing what's happening. So I am along for the ride and that's how we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. So that's it for uh, for the Moon Knight episode five review here. <laughs> well, nerds, I hope you were having fun because we definitely were. At the last second, we got a very special guest that came on the show, Mike Millerick from Stockton Con. And we ended up going an extra hour longer than we would have without it. Now, we really wanted to interview him. So rather than putting you through a full two hour episode, we are breaking it up and putting the interview on a second part. But here's the end of the first part and catch the interview with Mike Miller later on in another episode. Thanks and keep nerding together. Distance nerding. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.